0: Is going on. It is your host, Matt Labrie, and you are tuned into episode number 67 of the Decoding Success Podcast. And to even think that we are at episode 67 is absolutely amazing. So I want to thank you, yes, you for tuning in constantly to this show on Tuesdays and Thursdays, or whatever days you listen to them, those are the days we release episodes. Listen, I really want to thank you. I want to express my gratitude for your continued support, for lending us your ear and listening to what we have to say and sharing all these interviews and things. Of that nature, what I will tell you right here, right now, is that what is to come from this show is only on the up and up. We have absolutely amazing individuals being interviewed on a daily basis, sharing all of their insights, their experiences, their values, and things of that nature. I am super stoked to continue to share all of that with you. And what I'm going to say is, I know I'm forecasting a little in the future here, and I don't want to take up too much of this episode doing that, but we have episode number 100 coming up not too far away. So, what I want to know is who do you want to see interviewed for episode number 100? Listen. Shoot for the stars, let me know, hit me up on social at M-A-T-T underscore L-E-B-R-I-S on Twitter, on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, Matt Labrie, whatever the case is, wherever we're connected, shoot me an email. I want to know who you want to see on this show for episode number 100, whose success are we decoding? Now, today's episode is on the topic of loving everything that happens to us. Easier said than done. That's why I left a little blank space there in this episode because it is easier said than done. Honestly, it's a very difficult mindset to adopt. Now, why am I even talking about this? I just told you how difficult it was. That's not the best way to start off any topic. But what's difficult to to do is typically the road less traveled, right? I think we can all agree with that. But it's usually very much so worth it. Now, why did this idea... Why did this topic come about and why the hell am I sharing it with all of you that are tuned in? It's not to waste your time because there is a lot of value that is embedded within this episode. And I'm actually really glad you chose this one to listen to. Maybe it's your first time listening or maybe you just, you know, stumbled across it. Whatever the case is, maybe you skipped a few. Maybe it's, you know, you're, you're just on the rotation and this is the next episode. Whatever the case is, listen, this episode right here is sparked and I'm getting the chills even thinking about it. I was reading a book and uh, i pull open the chapter that i'm up to and it was about uh thomas edison now we all know thomas edison as the individual who created the the practical electric light bulb right but not only was he one of the most prolific and pioneering inventors and businessmen of, of his time, but he also shaped the landscape of how we live today because it wasn't only the light bulb, right? It was photographs, it was motion picture cameras in fields such as electric power generation and mass communication, sound recording, motion pictures. He was involved in all of that. Now think about it, we would literally be walking around with fucking candles lit at night if it wasn't for him. And I'm talking about street lights in our homes, in our offices, in all of these different places like Honestly, so much revolved around it. And, you know, the main story that comes about when talking about Edison is the story of how many attempts it took him to create the electric light bulb, right? How many times it took him over and over, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times, for him to literally find what works. But that's not the story we're talking about here today. That's the very common, that's the very generic story that a lot of people hear when it comes to Edison. And, of course, you know, there's the other one of how many naysayers told him yo dude that ain't possible why are you even trying to create that right we're not here to talk about naysayers and we're not here to talk about being consistent although we are kind of in a way giving you a little spoiler but what we are here to talk about today is loving every single thing that happens to you now while reading this book Literally, I came across this chapter, I wasn't going to skip it, I don't skip chapters, and I'm reading it, it's about Edison, and basically the story was along the lines of Edison's lab. His lab where he does all of his work, his facility, whatever you want to refer to it as, don't really recall where it was. I think it was either in New Jersey or in Florida. I know he had multiple facilities or laboratories, labs, whatever the fuck they're called. Uh, He had them in Jersey. He had them in Florida. I think he shared the one in Florida with Henry Ford and um, Firestone, Mr. Firestone, Harvey Firestone, I believe his name is. And, you know, basically his lab went on fire. The place where he conducted his business, the place where he pioneered and spearheaded the amazing, amazing initiatives to invent such groundbreaking, life-changing, world-changing, global-changing products. I I don't know the the perfect word to describe them. Inventions, I think it would be. You know... That went up in flames. It it blew up. It was in flames. His lab, where he conducted all of this work, was in flames. So, the people of his town were becoming very frantic. They were panicking. They were like, oh my god, Edison's, Edison's lab is on fire. They ran over to Edison's house. They grabbed Edison. They told Edison his lab was on fire. And Edison's reaction wasn't like the other people. He wasn't panicking. He wasn't frantic. He wasn't worried. He didn't have fear. Now... Basically, what happened, he he walked over to his or what, however they got there. I don't know how they got here. I'm going to say walk. <laughs> so they get over to his lab. However they got there, they get over to his lab. And Edison was calm. He was cool. He was collective. He was the triple C. Calm, cool, and collective. And when reading that, I'm saying to myself, how the hell is this guy so calm, cool, and collective when his life's work... Literally, the hundreds of attempts that he had to create the light bulb, right? The lab is on fire. And what he's so amazed at is not that he just lost all his work, or you wouldn't really be amazed at that, but he's amazed at the fact that the colors of the flames are so elaborate. And I don't know what color the flames were. I don't know if they were freaking purple or pink or whatever the case was. But basically, the the flames were different colors because of the materials that were within the lab. Now, think about it. What's inside of a lab? I'm sure there's chemicals. There's whatever wiring and this and that. And there's probably a whole bunch of things that caused the flames to be different colors because of what was compounded in, you know, in, in whatever cause the flame, or the the blow-up, or whatever you want to refer to it as, and Edison's there, and he's just literally observing this happening, and he's amazed by it, and he's not worried, he's not fearful, he's not upset. He's not any of that. He's just literally telling people to observe how amazing those flames look. And I'm saying to myself while reading this, what kind of fucking drugs is this guy on? And no disrespect to Edison or his family or or the people around the, the town of the, the lab, whatever the case is, you know, no disrespect to them. But typically, from my perspective, from, from my point of view, I would have been fucking pissed. Who wouldn't have? Right? I mean, maybe it's the New York mentality, the New York attitude, whatever the case is, I I'm, Really, not sure what would spark that in me. And it's something that I'm trying to figure out, but I would definitely be upset. And I'm asking myself, how is he staying so calm, cool, and collective? Because I think that's something that every human being needs to adopt, right? A man that's making such groundbreaking inventions is totally cool with losing all of his work, not worrying about, oh, where am I going to work tomorrow? All the progress we've made as a the team toward these inventions is totally gone. Like those might've been thoughts in his mind, but when you think about it and you, you read the story of how he's so in, infatuated I guess could be the word or just amazed whatever however you want to explain it you know by the flames by the color of the flames and you know that's exactly why I wanted to share this story with you because there's something for us all to take away from this episode and take away from the story of Edison's lab going on fire or blowing up whatever whatever it was and you know no matter how many patents he had or how many in- inventions he came about like to still have that is so amazing and he didn't know the impact the light bulb was going to have till this day you know he he passed away in the early 30s of 19 of the 1900s i believe so you know he wasn't like oh you know in, in 2019 the light bulb's going to do this or that you're going to be able to turn it on by saying hey alexa turn on my light bulb or turn off my light bulb and i'm sure my alexa is going to kick on right now but you you get what i'm saying right he didn't know what was to come So it's just really fascinating. And I said to myself, I really want to put out an episode not only to talk about the story, but to have an open conversation about how we all can adopt the mindset of loving everything that happens to us. And I'm going to give you a perfect example of what I mean by this. I just spent the last half hour quote unquote recording this episode. And the reason why I say quote unquote recording this episode is because I did not hit the record button and I was sitting here talking into my mic and not recording a thing. But I love that happening because now I can come back and make the episode even better for all of you that are tuned in. You know what I'm saying? So I I love that I am able to change my perspective on the event that just took place a half hour ago as I was quote unquote recording it and make it better right make it better and i'm not sure that's necessarily what edison was thinking oh i can make my my facility my lab better i don't think that's necessarily what he was thinking but in my instance and in the example i just shared with you i think that very much so uh could resonate because we all know how important a half hour of our lives is now you know what basically compounded over time for edison to adopt that mindset i think are four main things i really think it's four but there could be more maybe there's less but i want to share with you exactly what i feel contributed to edison's mindset being more so open to the events that take place as opposed to being closed off to the ones that we don't necessarily want in our lives and I think the first thing goes back to what my mentor something I very much so shared I think a couple of times now so I'm not trying to be a parrot and be very repetitive with it but if you're new to the show and you're tuning in for the first time I really want you to hear this and even if you have heard this before on the show it's really good to refresh in your mind and it's the formula my mentor John Gordon who hopped on this show you know he talked about it and you know the formula is e plus p equals o so if you heard it you already know what it means i mean i put out a video on it and on social media we talked about it on the show as i mentioned and that formula stands for or that equation i should say stands for events plus perspective equals outcome now in this instance we're going to use this edison example to depict this edison saw the event of his lap going up in flames, it blew up, whatever... His perspective on that is what really, really determined the outcome, because Edison could have showed up and literally flipped the shit. He could have said, my fucking work is gone. I'm fucking pissed. How did this happen? Blah, 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 blah. He could have tried changing the event, but he changed his perspective, and that is how the outcome was truly determined, right? He was there and he was just like, wow, like this is something I can't control, maybe the firefighters can put it out, maybe some things can be saved, that's it, right, he didn't try and change it, he didn't try and build a time machine next to go back and try to fucking, you know, make it not happen, whatever, whatever it was that caused it, he didn't try changing that because he knew he couldn't, and that's where so many of us get caught up, when we have these life events, we try changing the event, and As opposed to changing the perspective that we have looking at it. You know, so look at, you know, take an example in your life and really think about it. How many times have you had an event that you weren't happy about and you tried changing the event when in reality, I'm gonna come up with a random ballpark. We may only be able to control about 50% of what happens to us. The other 50% is very uncontrollable and it's just life's nature or whatever, a greater, you know, a greater cause, whatever the case is, right? to get all spiritual or religious whatever the case is you understand what i'm saying right there are times where we just can't control what happens to us yet we'll exert our energy we'll exert our actions and everything toward changing it yet it can't be changed and edison exemplifies exactly why you should not bother doing that You know, it should be focused on your perspective, the one controllable, the one thing that is 100% in control or you're in control of, you know. So, I think that is one of the major, major ways or keys in loving everything that happens to you. Now, like I said, we already talked about that in the past, so I want to talk about some other things. And I think one thing is, or another, the second of the four that I want to talk about is being in the present moment. Literally being in the present moment. Now, Edison very much so lived in the present moment, as you could tell again from this example or this story, right? Edison showed up to his lab, noticed that it was on fire, and instead of getting all frantic and worrisome and, you know, all those negative emotions, maybe the self-deprecating thoughts crept in, whatever, you know, like, he didn't exemplify that. Instead, he he didn't focus on you know the oh my god where am i going to work tomorrow oh my god all of my all of my life's work is gone right we we talked about this he didn't focus on that what he focused on was how amazing, quote unquote, amazing the flames looked because the materials in the lab caused them to be different colors. And he was standing there or sitting there, whatever he was doing, and he was amazed by the different color flames. And he was telling the people around him to be observant of that and take it in because it's a once in a lifetime chance to see something like that. He lived in the present moment. He wasn't thinking backward where if you think backwards, you think in the past. you you experience depression or if you think too far in the future you experience anxiety and that was actually talked about by Patrick Bedavid who was interviewed on this show uh, an episode that I highly suggest checking out on top of the John Gordon episode that I mentioned earlier I highly suggest checking these episodes out if you haven't and you know he lived in the present. Now, how do we live in the present? Honestly, just being grounded, literally being grounded and and finding ways to ground yourself, like literally putting your your limbs on the ground and, and just understanding like you're here. It's a blessing. We're here because the past is gone. We don't have the past. It's already past us, right? The future's to come and we don't know if it's promised. So when you think about that, what do we truly have? At the end of the day, when you think about it, we really only do have the present moment. And that's exactly where Edison found himself living. His mind lived in the present moment. And that's exactly why he was able to enjoy what he was seeing. He wasn't frustrated. He wasn't mad. And I'm sure maybe a little bit, right? Because it wasn't really mentioned in the story that I read. But, you know, he focused on the present. And it was such a beautiful reminder to understand, like, when you're in the present moment, you're able to actually enjoy what's happening. And I'm so guilty of living in the the future. I've been on vacations where, you know, I'm so glued to what's going to happen when I get back. How much work am I going to have? What am I going to have to make up this and that? Like you get a little frantic. You could hear it in my voice. I'm doing that on purpose (laughs) because that's just how it is. And I'm sure it's very relatable when you think about it, but when you can literally just ah, take that deep breath and just be where you're at. Like it's a world of difference. And you know, those two things so far, perspective and being in the present is exactly what Edison exemplified. Now the third thing is gratitude, right? Gratitude, it's something that I try and practice on a daily basis. And it's something that we can all develop within ourselves by consistent repetitive action. Now, how I practice gratitude is by waking up in the morning and, and using a gratitude gratitude journal. Now, I don't want to sound like a broken record or or sound all kumbayaish or namasteish and things of that nature right uh, it's i'm a 26 year old dude and i have a journal straight up and i love it like it is life changing it is literally life changing it's something that i write in now i know people that use digital journals that's cool too but you know by having a journal, I've been able to really get deep and find the things that I'm grateful for. For instance, on the surf- surface level, of course I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my home. I have a roof over my head. I'm grateful for the opportunity I've had with Damon John and the opportunity I've had with all of you tuned into this amazing show. I'm grateful for the opportunity of having the idea to start this show. I'm grateful for the, uh, the, the push that my friend Matt Willens gave me to start this show right all of these things I'm grateful for I'm very grateful for them but by practicing gratitude you can get deep you can get really 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 deep and understand what you're truly grateful for right there's things that I never realized that I'm grateful for until I'm like kind of running out of things to write in my journal I'm like Matt sit the fuck down what the hell are you really grateful for and by practicing that over and over and over it puts you in a state and the state is like no other the state of gratitude is absolutely life-changing absolutely life-changing and listen I'm gonna be real I'm not fucking perfect I don't write in my journal every single day I think I haven't wrote in it since Thursday of last week and it's Tuesday you know what I'm saying so ah man listen it's just about practice it's about making the effort and that's what this entire episode's about you're not going to be perfect at all of these things you're not going to be perfect at staying in the present moment right we're hustlers we're go getters were people that have big fucking dreams. How the hell are we going to stay in the present when we're thinking about those big dreams when we're thinking about mistakes we made in the past, but majority of our time needs to be in the present moment. It's okay to think in the future. It's okay to dream big. It's okay to think back on what happened in the past and maybe analyze the situation and try to depict the lesson within it. It's okay to do all of that, but you can't live there. Your state can't stay there. Your state has to be in the present, right? You're not going to always have this amazing perspective. For instance, you knock on wood, I don't want this to happen to anyone, but you know, just so happens you get in a little fender bender someone hits you from behind while you're stopped at a red light that happened to me three times by the way so that's why I'm using this example none of none of those times none of those instances none of those experiences were my fault I was literally at a red light my brake lights worked by the way like the red light worked by the way it just so happened and you know to perceive that as something good come on you know that's tough that's tough that's exactly why I said adopting this mindset is tough But you have to try and you have to actually do, I shouldn't say try, you have to do and you have to do, 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 the do, 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 but you know, it's just like try and and make it happen, make it happen, at least live 75% of your life with a perspective like that, you know? And lastly, I want to talk about this and you know, I I mentioned... Three of the four. We talked about gratitude. We talked about present. We talked about perspective. We talked about the, you know, the the formula or the equation. But I also want to talk about this one thing. I want to talk about life not being so serious. Now... You think about it, you think about life, you think about being born, think about death, you think about keeping a roof over your head, you think about keeping clothes on your back, being able to provide for your family and give your access to the people in need, right? Those all sound like very serious things, but I want to let you know something. One of, if not the most valuable piece of advice I was given from Damon John of Shark Tank was that... If you're not conducting brain surgery, if you're not conducting open heart surgery, if, you know, any of these things are not your day job or not things that you're doing, if it's not make or break Life really isn't that serious. What you're doing really isn't that serious. And listen, I don't want that to be misconstrued or, or taken the wrong way. If you're traveling the country, traveling the world, impacting lives, if you have a nonprofit, like, trust me, it's serious. It means stuff, but... From a life and death perspective, life just isn't so serious and that's exactly what Edison embodied. He exemplified that in this story, right? He knew that he'll be able to get another facility. People around him know what he's capable of. There's going to be people that, or I don't know the the backstory or the front story to it. I don't know what happened after. All I know is, you know, the, the whole love everything that happens to you mentality and mindset and mantra. So... At the end of the day, he he exemplified this. And it's just like, he knew it. No matter what he's done in the past with the light bulb and motion picture and sound recording and mass communication and things of that nature. He knew that... It wasn't that serious, and a lot of people, and when I say a lot of people, I just want to be clear, I mean myself, we live in these states of stress, and being uptight, and being tense, and being worried, and being fearful, these are all states that we live in, and I catch myself living in them every now and then, I don't know if it's because I'm from New York, and you need to walk 15 miles per hour on the street. Like, literally, you, you, you get beeped at if the light turns green and you don't move within a second, you know? So, I don't necessarily know what it is, but I know that other people can relate. I know that you can relate. It's it's just, it's a part of us, especially when we're go-getters, especially when we're high performers, especially when we're just getting after shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it, it becomes a part of us, and we need to identify that, and we need to change that. We need to change that. We need to make effort. Like I said, we just talked about it. Make effort. You need to try. You need to do. Live 75% of your life like this, at least, at minimum 75%. And listen, I'm not telling you to shoot for 75%. That's only a C. That's a C in in, in school, you know, in school grades and things of that nature. I'm not telling you to shoot for that. Um, But bare minimum, bare, bare minimum. Measure how often you're living in a state of gratitude. Measure how often you're living in the present moment. Measure how. Often your perspective is positive as opposed to negative and measure how often you realize that life is not that serious. It's crazy to say, and I, like I said, I don't want it to be misconstrued or misinterpreted, but life is not that serious unless you're a brain surgeon or heart surgeon or one of those surgeons or anything that's life or death. You get what I'm saying, but Edison's laboratory blowing up, as long as no one was hurt in the, in the accident or in that, that moment, it was good. It was good. It was just the building. You get to enjoy the flames so look at your life enjoy the flames of your life enjoy the fruits of your labor do all of that right literally live in that present moment and enjoy that present moment love it all know that you're blessed just because you have the experience of living in the present and you also have the past but like i said we don't often have the past because it's past us so love it all know you're blessed act like you're blessed let people know radiate it that you that you embody that literally radiate it smile do those type of things because that's exactly exactly what this episode is about now I have to ask you if you felt like this episode struck a chord if it's something that you needed to hear if it's something that was a nice refresher and if it's your first time tuned in I'm gonna ask you to share this episode Uh, listen I know I ask all the time and you've done such an amazing job I'm super super grateful for all of you that share it listen I get tagged all the time on Instagram on Facebook on Twitter on LinkedIn of individuals that reach out to me and say Matt your episodes are amazing they're a, a great perspective the, the point of views are amazing all of this I'm super super grateful for that so if you can continue to share this that would mean the absolute world to us as we continue to get the word out there about the show we're only 67 episodes in we haven't even hit a year yet yet we've had such a monumental year and I'm super super grateful for all of you contributing to that monumental year on top of sharing it if you can really rate and review it listen that is exactly how we get individuals on this show we build up street cred if you are from the suburbs or if you're from the city i should say you know what street cred means we need that street cred if we don't got street cred we ain't getting no one to listen to this show we ain't getting no one on this show so i'm gonna ask you be a contributor to the community now i don't mind if you come with your handout looking for that value looking for the insights looking for the motivation i actually encourage that i want you to come here but What I'm saying is if you can contribute in some way, shape, or form by leaving that rating and review, that would mean the absolute, absolute, absolute world to us because we want to continue to add value to you. We want to continue to motivate you and influence you in a positive manner. In fact, if you know me well enough, you know that's exactly what my goal is. I want to impact the lives of one billion people, an eighth of the world. So continue to come here, continue to share this, continue to rate and review it, and we'll keep coming back with the value and the insights, the experiences, and all of that good stuff and lastly lastly let's connect on social I know I mentioned it earlier in the show but like I said I want to know who you want to see on episode number 100 of the decoding success podcast because episode number 100 of the decoding success podcast is not too far away and I want to make sure that I'm bringing to you a guest that you want to see and hear on the show and listen being able to add value to you is exactly what fulfills me in life so seriously keep me posted. Like I said, rate, review, share, and reach out to me on social and keep me posted. Until next time, everyone, be blessed. Peace.